0: Hello and thank you for joining us on It Is Written Canada. It's the oldest legally and formally recognized union of two people as partners in a personal relationship. And it was created by God Himself because in His own words, it is not good for man to be alone.
1: God, the architect of the universe, created marriage for our happiness. Eve was created from a rib taken from the side of Adam, signifying that she was not to control him as the head, nor to be trampled under his feet as an inferior, but to stand by his side as an equal, to be loved and protected by him. A part of man, bone of his bone, and flesh of his flesh, she was his second self, showing the close union and the affectionate attachment that should exist in this relationship.
0: Yeah, so many couples are caught in such a destructive cycle that more than a third of all Canadian marriages end in divorce. This is particularly painful for me personally because my parents divorced when I was three years old and it was very traumatic to me and to my three brothers.
1: And during these times, the problem is escalating. Agencies that deal with mental health are reporting that there has been an increase in domestic violence. According to a national survey, domestic violence during the initial period of lockdown in Canada was more severe and more frequent.
0: So, Renee and I, want to share with you a better way for couples to understand one another and actually enjoy being together. And what better way than to meet a couple who have had an ongoing experience of the true love that God originally promised when he created marriage. They will share with you how every marriage can thrive and become a burning and a shining light of hope to others who feel like they're caught in a cycle of despair.
1: Our special guests today are Pastor Daryl and Lise Baldwin who will share with you their personal journey of how they found true love and how you can find it too.
0: Welcome again to It Is Written Canada. Divorce statistics read like horror stories about marriages falling apart, brokenhearted wives, and lonely children. Thankfully, there is hope. Our homes do not have to reflect this trend. Today, we are here in Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta, where we will meet with our good friends, Lise and Daryl Bodman, who, to me, have a marriage that reflects what God designed marriage to be.
1: Darrell and Lise, thank you so much for joining us on Eddie's Written Canada.
2: Thank you. It's an honour and a privilege to be with you both. So, we're talking about marriage, and I
0: know that all marriages have their ups and downs, but it seems like the two of you have it all together.
2: Well, I am wondering, we are wondering what makes you think that
0: well, I guess you're right. I mean, I'm judging it from from external appearances, but it, it looks to me
2: like you really have a happy marriage. I take that as a gracious compliment. Thank you.
1: So, Lise, did you grow up in a Christian home? Uh, no, well,
3: in a Catholic home. But mom never did teach us, um, you know, religion in the,
0: in the home. Good. And, and what about for you, Daryl?
2: We were influenced in our family of five siblings. It, with the standard Judeo-Christian influences. However, growing up in the 60s, 70s era with the, the hippie generation, if you will, the, if it feels good, do it, the, the me generation, uh, we had a lot going against us also. But all those religious influences, as sparse as they were, were seeds planted, as God used them later on in our lives.
1: What circumstances led you both to Christ? Well, for me, at the age of
3: fifteen, you know, I was involved in parties and and drugs and alcohol. And uh, one night, I just remember at a party, I just like, you know, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. And uh, so I was I was searching, and uh, and um, then uh, one of my, my school teachers saw that I was in trouble with the drug scene and stuff like that. And he invited me and some of my friends to a um, a youth encounter with the Catholic Church. And uh, that weekend, it it was like I saw a glimpse of what Christ had had done for me, but I didn't quite catch it. And uh, so the next following week, we just went back to our drug and alcohol Marching. scene because they didn't they didn't follow up with us, and so we just sat there and like, "What do we do now? You know? mm-hmm. So just we just went back to our same lifestyle. And then, at the age of seventeen, I started to work in a um, captain's submarine shop, and there was a young girl there that was a Christian. And uh, she uh, shared a pamphlet with me on salvation, and uh, she and I, and I uh, prayed the prayer of uh, salvation and, and uh, gave my heart to Christ. And that's when my whole life just took uh, a turn for the right way. And they followed up with me and we would study uh, the Bible uh, on the weekends and, uh, and that they they stayed with me mm-hmm. uh, until I became
2: established. You know, and every time Lise tells me that, I marvel because uh, it is a blessing to her advantage credit, you know, to give her heart to the Lord at 17 years of age, where for myself it wasn't until at least 27 years of age, another 10 years, that I went on with the substance abuse and the the bad decisions in my life and and I'm paying for it and will continue to pay for it with, you know, a weakened constitution because of all the abuse.
0: The big question is
2: how did the two of you meet? (laughs) Well, wow. <laughs> do you want the long version, the short version?
3: Start, well, it starts, it starts off with him and then...
2: Yeah, in the context with my conversion experience, once I became a Christian, um, I after studying the Bible for a couple of years and wanting to start going door to door and sharing my faith with others, uh, I have a twin brother and my twin brother and I, we actually started up a a company where we would go door to door and we would give books out on a donation basis and we did that for a couple of years and during that time on a cold November evening, I knocked on the lucky door. Uh, Friends of Lise that she had just moved to Edmonton from Ontario with, uh, we met them going door to door myself and they were very interested in the materials that I had to offer. And my uh, twin brother and I went in the next week, sat down with a pictorial prospectus and we started giving them a Bible study on the amazing prophecies of Daniel and Revelation. And uh, so we started the process of studying with them and they wanted to hear more of what we had to say. And through the course of a few weeks I invited them to a It Is Written Prophecy Seminar with Henry Feyroben, and at that time they invited Lise to come along. Now, Lise had actually warned them <laughs> well, to stay away from When they
3: started me. to share uh, with me what they were learning, I was like wondering, okay, well, who are these people? And I just wanted to protect my friends from a possible cult. We, I, I went to the Christian bookstore and I purchased a couple of books. and uh, on how to
2: spot how to <laughs> false doctrines.
3: <laughs> and so... I uh, uh, was questioning him as to what the book said that Seventh-day Adventists believed. And uh, so we- uh, I'd give you
2: answers that were not quite in harmony with that book that you purchased. (laughs) And so you had to start asking questions, heartfelt questions to me personally. Well, what do you believe about this and that? And that started the process of us studying the Bible together. And, you know, Lee says after the fact, too, I thought this was kind of charming, that um, one of the things that impressed her was when I picked you up and your friends for the first time to attend the meeting, Uh, it's a habit that I always have of praying before I drive. And I always say, let's just have a word of prayer. And she felt that that was charming, that uh, he likes to pray. And uh, through the course of uh, a few months, uh, after her questions were being answered. And there were some tough, she was a, she, you've been to a, um, a Bible college. Mm-hmm. You have a degree from a Bible college. So she knew her Bible very well being a Christian 10 years prior to my conversion experience. But we studied, we overcame those doctrinal hurdles and answered all those necessary questions. And so
3: we studied for a year and a half mm-hmm. after the, the um, Henry Fire Robin did his uh, program.
2: That's right, and I remember when Henry Faberman was giving his uh, uh, appeals, and I was praying, just waiting for you to go up uh, to the front during the appeal. I mean, you never. did. I wasn't ready. So I, could tell I wasn't you were ready. resisting, but God was still working in your heart. That's
3: right. But once I was convinced that you know everything that He was um, teaching mm-hmm. was right, then um, and we were. Ba- I was baptized.
0: You put a a music video together called True Love. Mm -hmm. So, what does that song mean
2: to you? You know, songwriting has been an intrinsic blessing, maybe a bit of a mystery that I can't fully explain because sometimes those songs are just there. There was one day we were out for a walk with some friends and sometimes these lyrics just pop into your head. Many a love song has been written of old. Songs of endearment long to be told. And I asked somebody, I said, somebody have a piece of paper and a pen? And I had to look down and look for a cigarette package and and rip it up and get a pen and just write down those lyrics spontaneously and then put it in my pocket. And then a few days later, I continued to uh, develop the lyrics, both of us together, until we were able to uh, complete a whole song, a composition and record it uh, a number of years ago. So true love, to answer your question, there, in the spectrum of our world that is seeking for affection, love-sick sentimentalism, there truly is only one common denominator, one fundamental uh, um, expression of love, and that is found in our relationship with Jesus Christ. And it really is uh, expressed in the concept of giving, of sacrifice. And so this song talks about the sacrifice of Christ and only in Christ can we really recognize what is true love.
0: I really love those lyrics and there's certain ones that just stick in my mind. True love, it's more than a feeling, not written in ink, free for the asking yet, bought with a price. What the world needs is true love, nothing less will suffice. When we recognize the truth that you gave us your all, only then can we know true love. So, Daryl and Lee Tell us about the keys to a happy and fulfilling marriage.
3: For me, it starts with God. You, you have to have that relationship with God on a daily basis. And you, um, you, you study the Bible where you find what God is like. And uh, you see, you know, you learn about love through how God uh, related to humanity throughout history. And not only through the Bible, yeah, but also in your own life Mm -hmm. as to how God has uh, dealt with me uh, throughout Mm -hmm. all my life. And it's always been in a gentle, kind, loving way.
2: You know, you have Christ, God, at the top of the triangle, husband and wife on the bottom of both sides. But as each of them are developing their personal relationship with God, they are both coming closer together. A family that prays together. Stays together and truly that is a common denominator. But if we were to bullet point a list of what are the, the keys, I would say, first of all, communication is an important one. Mutual respect and trust. In my marriage counseling as a pastor to others, I've always emphasized the fact to husband and wife to, to go out of your way to make sure that you give evidence to your spouse that they are your only your one and only and give them that evidence of loyalty uh, you know when it comes to the finances of marriage you know we're very equitable in our finances and uh, we mm-hmm. share our finances and and uh, the budget understand. is
3: done together and then you know I'm, I'm the i'm the budgeteer <laughs> budget
2: that's a good word <laughs> budget
1: <laughs> so so yeah yeah my beautiful
2: works, accountant
3: we work,
1: you work together right yeah, yeah. So, Darren and Lise, you sang a song together on your wedding day. We did. Can you tell us a little bit about that song? Well, before we were married, we uh,
3: were doing the dishes one night together. And, I was uh, visiting
2: your home yeah, that you were yeah. living in, yeah.
3: And uh, we thought, you know, that would be kind of neat to just sing our vows instead of say our vows. And so. And why the washing the
2: dishes? Why does that? Well, it just happened to be
3: that, it that was. at that time I, was, when I we
2: had put the guitar in my hand. <laughs> Usually, I had my guitar everywhere I go, and she was washing the dishes. And I says, "What do you think of this tune?" Da, 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 da. And she says, "Well, that sounds really nice." And again, as songwriting goes, some of the best songs written are the ones that just come out uh extemporaneously and they're just there and those lyrics that evening we composed the lyrics together and fine-tuned them and then on our wedding day uh, coming right up to the the rostrum the podium before the pastor had any chance to say anything we grabbed the microphone and the music came on and we had a chance to sing our vows together with a couple hundred people as witnesses and it was a sacred moment it
3: was a nervous moment for me too because uh, that was my first time to sing in public
2: so that
0: that song, we're going to watch a video of you singing that song
2: together. Mm-hmm. It's a video that we produced, and I hope you enjoy it.
4: Trumpets sound aloud Today you made this man so proud, my
1: Daryl and Lise, thank you so much for that beautiful music video. I'm
2: glad you were blessed.
1: So you are both very active in ministry. Mm. So can you tell us how this has affected your marriage and your family life?
3: Well, it has been a wonderful growing experience for us personally, as well as uh, for our children,
2: as a pastor you know it's a 24 7 calling but there are opportunities lots of opportunities for us to spend time together as a family doing ministry together so in all of our frontline evangelistic endeavors you know we've walked the path together as bible teachers literature evangelists in the publishing ministry of our church um, all the uh, the um, evangelism that we've been involved in, we've worked together and so its it's been such a blessing. Our children, both of them were baptized following an evangelistic series that I've conducted and to watch the, the conviction on our sons uh, expressions as the, each night the the amazing truths of the Bible unfold before them. So, uh, ministry has been a tremendous blessing. We just we've done so much together. It's been 35 years of doing things together, and I I, I would say then that there's probably a, a very important principle for all married families, couples to take from this, and that is uh, doing things together, spending time together, serving, helping others. And again, this is where the true love principle comes in, understanding Christ's sacrificial love of servitude. Uh, I think that's a key uh, point there. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful
0: place to to end on. Um, Daryl. I wonder if you could close with a word of prayer for us. Let's pray,
2: yeah loving father in heaven we stand in awe of your demonstration of true love and we ask lord and we pray over all those who are watching this program who might be uh, aspiring to a richer deeper uh, relationship with you and a a better marriage i pray lord that uh, your hand of blessing would be upon all those watching and yearning and that you will bless them with the principles of true love that only come from Jesus through applying the principles in your word. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Darrell and Lisa, I really appreciate your commitment to one another, your commitment to Christ, which has kept you committed to each other. And thank you for sharing with us thank you. that journey here on It Is Real Allowing us to
2: share with you today too. Yes, thank you.
0: Friends, when it comes to marriage, There is always room for growth, always room for improvement. So our free offer for you today is how to love your marriage.
1: How to love your marriage offers biblical answers and practical tips for improving your marriage. Learn how to reclaim intimacy with your spouse and 10 ways to renew your marital happiness. Before you go, we would also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel and also listen to our podcasts. And if you go to our website, you can see our latest programs, including our cooking demonstrations, our short spiritual messages entitled Daily Living and our exercise workouts called Experiencing Life.
0: Because we want you to experience the truth that is found in the words of Jesus, our Savior, when he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God.
1: Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit IIW.ca or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the videos
2: tab.